When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So today you're in for a really good discussion on the differences between higher and lower time frames, as well as some discussion on how to properly write a trading plan and really the importance of doing so. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com. We've got a lot of free content over there for you to check out. We also have a trial membership, 14 days, risk-free, www.tier1trading.com. Check it out when you're done with this podcast. Um, what is the difference between waiting for a lower, low, lower close, higher, uh, lower, low, lower close slash higher, high, higher close on the one hour and the four hour when looking at identifying setups and doing analysis? So the signal on the one hour is going to come faster than the signal on the four hour. And that is like anything else, pros and cons. There's, there's always a give and take in trading. So the benefit of waiting for, or the benefit of taking, let's say, a lower, low, lower close on a one-hour chart. Again, all of this needs to be on your rules, what time frames you should be going for. So it's not, it, it honestly shouldn't be a choice. It, it has to be one or the other. But the benefits of, of taking it on hourly would mean that you get into the trade quicker. Um, so just like we spoke about, I'm not sure if you were here at the beginning of the session, if, if it's a sharp move, a quick, deliberate move, you have a better chance of getting involved in it. Um, the downside is that, you know, the lower the time frame you go, the less meaningful the signal is. So you may have a lower, low, lower close on an hourly that ends up retracing and not being a lower, low, lower close on the four hour. And now the market moves in the opposite direction. And now you're in a trade with less confirmation. Um, so it's kind of the same dilemma that happens when we talk about being more aggressive or more conservative with trades. The more aggressive you are, the more trades you're going to be in. It also means the more winners you'll probably take. It also means the more losers you'll probably take. The more conservative, the less trades you're going to be in. You're probably going to avoid many of the losers, many of those, those fake outs, those false signals, but you're also going to miss the aggressive winners. Um, so it's, it's finding that balance, obviously, of what works with your psychology, um, but understanding what you want to get out of the market. In, in general, yeah, in, in general, the lower time frames are always less meaningful than the higher time frames. So if, you, if you're ever looking for one for like which signal is, which signal, which signal quote unquote means more, it's always going to be the higher time frame. What happens on a daily is, is much more important than what happens on a five minute. Not saying that the five minute isn't important, but if, 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 we, if we need it to make the comparison between the two. I always, a great example again is like, think, think about an impulse buying decision, right? You guys ever be on Amazon and you want to order something and then it says like the whole scarcity thing in marketing, right? You can now buy this product at this price only for the next five minutes. And it's like ticking down, right? If you have five minutes to make a decision about something that you're not 100% sold on versus a day, right? 
do you think you're going to make the better decision in five minutes or the better decision in a day? You're, you're going to make the better decision in a day. You have more time to think about it. You have more time to look at the pros and cons. If it's the case of like you're buying something, you have more time to compare prices with other sites and ask yourself if you really need it. If you're like me, check with the wife to make sure you can get it um, versus five minutes where you're like, ah, uh, boom, kind of impulsive. So the daily chart and the lower time frames are the same way. The daily chart or in higher time frames in general are more important because the market has more time to think about how it wants to react at a certain level versus on a lower time frame. And again, news is a good example, right? We may get a news event that comes out and on the lower time frames, the market moves like 20 pips and goes crazy because it's like, oh my gosh, news, the war is back on or the war is off, blah, 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 blah. And then some other news comes out later in the day and says, oh, that was just a false statement. This is what it was actually. And the market's like, ah, okay, not that big of a deal. And it goes back to its normal basis. On the higher time frames, that little 20 pip movement, like on a daily chart, is going to be insignificant. Like you won't even notice it. On a lower time frame, that can mess up your entire charts. So that's always a, a good example. And again, not saying one is better than the other, but if we're asking the question, which is the more important signal in air quotes, it's always going to be the higher time frame in comparison to the lower time frame. Good question. Long answer to that question. Um, so the lower one would be more aggressive. I could have just said that. Cody said pros and cons for everything you do. Just maintain how we use the pros and cons. Take advantage of our trades. Yep. Yeah. And it goes back to consistency. Yep. So it shouldn't really be a choice whether it's like, hey, do I want to enter on the hourly, on the four hour? It, it's what do my rules say? Going back to the rules conversation we had before. My rules should tell me whether I can enter, whether I can go down to the hourly, right? If, if my rules say I cannot go down to an hourly time frame to enter, then a lower, low, lower close on the hourly is irrelevant because it's not within my rules to do it. So ultimately, it comes down to what we're allowed to do. And some traders are very strict. Some traders have multiple entries, so they're a little bit more loose, but they're, they're always still rules-based. And ultimately, that's, that's what matters the most. And the cool thing about rules is that you're, you, you guys are the ones that create your rules. So you can, you can make your rules whatever you want. No one can tell you what your rules can be. You can make rules that allow you to break your rules. And technically, you're not breaking your rules because it's in your rule to break your rule which I guess wouldn't actually be breaking your rule if it's a rule. Interesting. If you have a written trading plan, yeah. Um, sorry, uh, I find myself bouncing from one hour to four hour to do analysis and take entries depending on how aggressive I would like to be when looking at the chart. Should I stick to a single one? Yeah, so Orson mentioned this already. What it sounds like is that you do not have a written trading plan. And that's not a, a, a criticism because most traders don't. And you said you're brand new to the platform. Most traders never heard about rules-based trading or having a trading plan until they've gotten to tier one trading because no one wants to talk about trading trading like a business. But ultimately, bigger picture, the goal is, and we talked about this with Rudy earlier, the goal is to understand what you want to do in the market. And then we want to put it into a rules-based format, ideally using something called the if-then syntax. So you're, you're writing it like a programmer where it's like a, a, a checklist or a flow chart where if I see this, then I do that. If I see this, then I do that. If I see this, then I do that. So that way there's no kind of gaps. It's, 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 there's no questions about what you should be doing. It is, okay, step one, check. Move on to step two, check. Move on to step three, check. And when you have a rules-based 
trading plan, either you followed your rules or you didn't. It's, it's black or white. It's binary. It's one or zero. There, there's zero gray area. Either you did or you didn't. And if you ever have a question of if you broke your rules, the answer is yes, you broke your rules, right? Because if you have to ask, then yes, right? So that's ultimately the goal you want to be in where you, you want to remove those. And then the point of a trading plan is to remove those emotions, right? Because like you said, I find myself bouncing from one hour to four hour, do analysis, depending on how aggressive I would like to be. Well, how do you know how aggressive you would like to be? Probably emotional, right? You like this move, so I want to be aggressive. I don't like this move, so I don't want to be aggressive. Well, what does that translate to? I like this move, meaning like greed. Greed, I want to be in it. Or I have this fear of missing out, of, of me missing the move. That's what like means. Dislike is fear as well. But instead of fear of missing out, like fear of the trade going against you. I, I saw something on the news that said I shouldn't be selling the dollar. And although this trade says I should sell the dollar, I don't really want to do it. So I'm going to be conservative, which means you're secretly hoping that the signal never happens. So you never have to be involved in a trade which you don't want to be in. So emotional emotions are the number one killer of traders or action based off emotions, right? Not emotions. We all have them to a certain extent, but actions off of those emotions are the number one killer of traders. So the benefits of a rules-based trading plan is that it, it takes the emotional decision out of it. We're no longer trading off of what we like or dislike. I like a lot of stuff that I can't trade. I dislike a lot of stuff that I trade as well. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the Euro yen Gartley this morning, um, or the bat, excuse me, but you got to trade it. So that's the benefit of a trading plan. And in the process of creating a trading plan, you're going to have to come up with the decision of what time frame or time frames do you want to enter on? Are you allowed to only enter on the four hour? Are you allowed to go down to the hourly? Are there a case, some cases where you can go down to the hourly for an aggressive entry? Are there some cases where you don't? Are there some cases where you're aggressive? Are there some cases where you're conservative? I'll give you an example. In my trading plan, I have aggressive and conservative entries. There are certain times in the market when I can be aggressive. If price action probes a level of structure and obviously closes within it, I can take an aggressive entry. If I get that same reversal signal, but it's in the middle of no man's land, I have to be conservative. So there are rules of, hey, if this happens, then I can look for my aggressive approach. If this happens, then I have to take my conservative approach or not be in the trade at all. And the cool thing about developing your trading plan is you can you can fit that to your liking. Um, and that's part of the process. And it changes over time. Right. It also changes over time. So going back to an example of me, because I got a lot of experience in the market, I started off super duper conservative. And then as I evolved as a trader, as I learned and got better and, and more confident, I became more aggressive because I really started to understand, hey, these are my grade A trades. These are the moves that I like. I'm very confident in what I project when I see said setup. I no longer need all of the proof in the world to make my case to be involved. I just want to be involved. Now, I still need some proof. I don't want to be super aggressive because I'm not, I'm not that sold on them. I still want to see reasons that that show me my probabilities are likely to play out the way that I anticipate, but I don't need to wait for 20 million things to happen before I can enter because I'm missing a lot of trades that way. I'd rather be, I'm willing to be a little bit more aggressive 
and get myself into those grade A trades quicker and deal with the consequence of, hey, I'm going to take a few more losses, but I'm going to capture a lot more wins. And that's kind of the, the balance that we ultimately have to find as traders. And, and that balance shifts over time. Usually people become more, well, usually people start off more aggressive and then they learn about rules and they get more conservative and then they ultimately become more aggressive away, uh, aggressive again, but they do it in a much safer format because now it's a rules-based aggressiveness. Um, it, it's, it's a pretty cool balance. Um, I can see how emotions might interfere, but sometimes you can predict faster movement on the charts, uh, whether there be high volume or identifying setups on lower time frame when they're might require a lower time for entry since price is moving faster? Um, no, not really. I, I would disagree with that. Um, not really, and, and ultimately you still have to have rules. So if, if you want to, if, if you want to, if you want to trade under the idea that, hey, when when volume is high, I need to go down to a lower time frame because the move is going to happen quicker. Again, I don't necessarily agree with that, but if that's the idea, if that's how you want to trade, then create a rule. If volume is blank, then I'm allowed to go down to lower time frame for aggressive entry. If volume isn't blank, then I need to stay on this time frame for conservative entry. So you can still make it rules based. if you want to take volume and volatility into account. Um, uh, do, do, do messes with your consistency will affect your results. I read that already, uh, but those things should probably be taken into account when testing and made into my plan. Yes, yes. So when you, when you go through the back testing process, again, you'll get so much data that you'll, you'll be able to make all the proper adjustments necessary. So you don't think moves, hap moves happen faster on lower time frame? Would it, turn, um, would it in turn require a lower time for entry? Well, no. Yeah, well, everything happens faster on a lower time frame. So I, I don't agree with the, with, I think what you were saying is that um, whenever there be high, I, I, what, how I interpreted your question was saying that there are some times in the market where if we're having, quote unquote, a high volume day, then I need to go down to a lower time frame for a more aggressive entry. If we're having a quote unquote low volume day, then I can stay on my, my trading time frame. That's how I interpreted your question. If you're asking whether moves happen faster on the lower time frame, the answer is yes. Does that necessarily mean they require a lower time frame entry? No. Right? Like everything's gonna happen faster on a lower time frame, right? There's gonna be more moves on the four hour than the daily. There's gonna be more moves on the hour hourly than the four hour. There's going to be more moves on the one-minute chart than the five-minute chart. The question is, because there is more frequency, does that mean it's a better trading opportunity? Right? Remember the conversation we had earlier about how significant the moves are. The minute chart is going to give you the range bar chart. A tick chart is going to give you the most frequency available. You're also going to get more false moves. So you'll have more trades, you'll have more bad trades as well. So just because it happens faster, we're, we're not looking for action here in the markets. Um, we're not looking for the most action, I should say, here in the markets. We're looking for good trading opportunities. So I, I don't think you need to be under the impression that because lower time frames move faster, I need to be on the lower time frames. Because if that's the case, you're just going to keep going lower forever. 
you're going to be on the 15 minute hourly chart and all of a sudden man with the 15 minute moves faster then you're going to bounce down to the 15. then before you know it you're going to bounce down to the five because the five is giving you a quicker signal than the 15. and then before you know it you're on that dreaded minute chart and nothing good ever happens from the minute chart <laughs> so yes lower time frames move faster but that doesn't necessarily mean better and definitely doesn't mean that you have to chase it uh, okay makes sense um i don't allow volume to dictate my entry analysis uh, time frame but i just want to get organized and consistent with the way i analyze yeah yeah that's the ultimate goal so i would say this one of the easiest ways to do it you'll have to put in work to, to understand which ones you want to use give yourself required time frames so you're allowed to check this time frame and that time frame where maybe uh a four hour <coughs> excuse me a four hour is your higher time frame and hourly is your entry time frame or maybe you do a three time frame setup where a uh and daily is your higher time frame a four hour is your time frame for analysis and then you go down to a, a one hour for your entry doesn't matter what it is you can use two three um but know exactly what you're using each time frame for and avoid any time frame that isn't in your rules. So if you can't get what you need off the hourly, that's it. You can't go any lower. You're forbidden. And that'll, that'll stop you from chasing, chasing lower time frame trades. Because that pulls us into the emotional trap. Again, the FOMO. Oh, this move's taken off and I'm going to miss it. Let me go down to a lower time frame because there's probably a signal down there. And I tell you what, my years of experience of trading and coaching traders, I can tell you this, right? If you're looking for something in the market, you'll eventually find it. You'll find it somewhere. If you're, if you're looking for a reason to get involved, you'll eventually find it. I haven't done this in a while in a live room, but I used to do this, uh, this exercise where I, I would say, you give me any chart, any time frame, I can I can convince you to buy and sell. Because our, our brain is that powerful where we can make because there's always a buying and selling reason in the market. If there wasn't, the markets wouldn't move. Like price would just be the same. There's always a reason to buy and sell. And we can always convince ourselves of why we should buy and why we should we should sell. You can look at the pound dollar chart right now. You can make a case for both a double top and a higher, high, higher close trend continuation at the same time. And we, and we will convince ourselves to do that in the market where if we want something bad enough, we will keep looking until we find an excuse. So we, we need to avoid that. And rules helps us do so. Um, okay, I will try to, if I stick to a three time frame trading, then I should be strict not to enter on the hourly. That's up to you. Or on the four hour. Um, that, that's up to you. You could have a strict rule that says I only enter on the four hour, or you can use an hourly as a lower time frame. Where if price action hits a certain zone on the four hour, then you go down to your hourly for entry. That's going to be completely up to you. Doesn't matter what you use as long as you're consistent in using it. Now we can we can help you with pros and cons of using one or the other. If you're confused on which one might be the best one for you to use, we can help you with that. We can hop in a Q&A session and, and dig into that in details. But as far as just the general premise of creating rules, um, it doesn't matter what you use as long as you're consistent in using it. Consistent analysis plus consistent execution equal consistent results. So consistency is the key, always. Make sense, guys? Perfect. And, and what you can do, Ronaldo, is as, as you continue to be in the live room, keep bringing up examples. 
So bring up a chart example, say, hey, this was on my radar and we can look at, we, we can go through the process of how we would attack it if we were only able to enter on a four hour. We can go through the process of how we would attack it if we're allowed to go through the, the higher time or the lower time frame, excuse me. We can look at examples every day. And this is the purpose of this live room. The, the live room, this is a support program for the stuff you're learning in the courses. And I think it's a very powerful tool because you're, you're learning different things. And I, I think we do a really good job of, of teaching them. I think everyone would agree about that. But it's completely different when you're practically applying that information to the live markets because every day in the live market is unique. So take what you learn, the concepts, concepts that you learned, bring in questions and charts, and then we, we can dig into it in the live room and, and really get those live reps in the market. And, and the live reps in the market are, are unmatched by anything else you can do. Nothing beats live reps if you're using those live reps the right way. So continue to bring ideas as you spend time in the live room and we can keep digging into them and, and answering any questions that, we, that you have um, and, and hopefully get you set up in a place where you got a really, really good idea of how you wanna organize your rules and, and ultimately start your trading plan. So let's 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 make sure we do that over the next uh, couple days, weeks, however long you're here. Hopefully you're here for a long time, but um, everyone's got a different plan. All right, Cody's out. Um, he says sell the pound dollar before you leave. That way he can selfishly profit. Gotcha, Cody. Hope you enjoy. And again, I encourage that everyone gets inside the live room. It is available with your 14-day risk-free trial membership at Tier 1 Trading, both the London Live Room and the New York Live Room. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Sign up right now. Yes, go through some courses. Yes, reach out to our community. Yes, download some software. But make sure you get in the live room if you want to see what real trading looks like in a live environment.